Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Daniel's Journal Entry. Um, today's podcast or today's episode, we're going to be discussing the recent announcement that South Africa has entered into a recession. Uh, this was announced in June 2018, right? Of which was a few months ago. Uh, it was announced by Stats SA. Uh, Stats SA is a company, South African company, that keeps record of uh, these things of the GDP, gross domestic product, and everything else in between, like the unemployment rate, and uh, basically how the economy is doing overall. So they announced that we are or we fell into a technical recession, right? So what does this mean? This means that South Africa, in the first quarter, uh, that's the first three months of 2018, uh, we had a decline in economic activity uh, by 2.2%. That means that instead of growing we actually fell back. We are not growing, right? We're not growing, and we're not at a standstill. We're actually going backwards. So that was by a margin of 2.2% in the first quarter, in the first three months. And in the second three months, we decreased again by another 0.7%, of which was lesser than... Uh, how we uh, the, the the margin that uh, we decreased by in the first quarter, but it's still a a, re- a recession nonetheless. So, with this being said, two months consecutively, that is what we call a technical recession. Uh, so, if 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 only we had re re recited in the first quarter only, and then we improved or we weren't we didn't decline in economic activity in the second quarter then it wouldn't be a technical recession because a technical recession or by that we mean that two consecutive uh, quarters uh with a declining economic activity and this declining economic activity uh this technical recession it's the first time it happens since the economic crisis in 2008-2009 so, yeah, it's been a really long time, right? About nine years since we've we've been in a recession, so it's bad, it's bad. So, what, along with this recession, what happened? The rent fell from uh, 14.90 rands uh, as compared to the U.S. dollar to 15.20 rands for one U.S. dollar. Um, in, in, just, in just a day... Uh, uh, after the data was released, after the news uh, came out on the internet for the public to hear. So this means that foreign investment pull out, pulled out and uh, that led to a decrease in um, our currency exchange rate. So that was bad. Uh, and But the uh, our currency right now stands at 14.66 rand as compared to the US dollar. You know, this is this is really this is really bad. This is really really bad because I remember when uh Ramaphosa became president. 
um, uh, uh, the rand as compared to the US dollar was 12, 12 rand, I believe, or it was about 12 rand, 12 rand 30 around that margin, and everyone was celebrating. So since then, the rand, the rand gained value when that was announced, but then it quickly fell after all of these things started occurring. So um, in this podcast, I'm going to be speaking on what the difference between a technical recession and a recession, uh, a depression, and I'm also going to be speaking about uh, economic stability in South Africa, uh, what we could do to get out of this recession, and what is or who is to blame for this recession. So stay tuned, going for a break. Right, so welcome back. Uh, so I'm quickly going to discuss uh, the difference between a recession and a technical recession. Like I said in the introduction, a technical recession is when there is a recession in two consecutive quarters, right? And what a recession is, is a, a recession is a decline in economic activity that goes on for more than a few months more than a few quarters so chances are if we still have a recession after the third quarter then this will be then we would say we're in a recession and not a technical recession anymore because technical recession is a little bit polished or sounds or is actually better than a recession because you know it's only kind of like short term so yeah hopefully south africa will jump out of this technical recession instead of going into a recession because more going deeper and deeper into a recession will just mean it just mean it just means the world of bad things the world of bad things so uh now let's talk about what's causing this recession okay um chances are you might think that i mean we only started decreasing in economic activity ever since our president became our president, Mr. Ramaphosa, President Ramaphosa, I should say. So a lot of people, uh, a lot of economic, uh, economically, I don't know what to call them, or people who are not literate, literate in economics probably just blame Ramaphosa and say he's to blame for everything that's going on and stuff because when he became president, everything just started going sour and that's not the case, guys. That's not the case. Um, what is to blame? What is to blame? Uh, I would say, or Mr. Maimani, the DA leader, the DA, the political party, Democratic Alliance. Um, he's uh, very in. <laughs> he's very intelligent when it comes to economics, right? So, what is his standings? He said that uh, the recession is being caused by uh, a decade of mismanagement by the government. So it's just um, bad, or it's it's just bad that it's uh, all the effects are occurring now when. Ramaphosa is now the president. 
uh, all the mismanagement and all the corruption and everything is just taking a toll now. And so the DA leader, Maimani, says he, he has a few a few uh, solutions to this current problem of ours. And I'm going to name a few, right? I'm going to read these ones out and I'm going to discuss them. So Maimani says that uh, we could bounce out of this recession if we do the following. If we scrap the uh, scrap the reckless economic policies like the proposed nationalization of the Reserve Bank and the undermining of property rights through expropriation without compensation, uh, of which is being spoken about a lot. It's a big debate in South Africa. Uh, basically, well, that's just another topic for another day. And I will be sure to speak about this on another episode. So the second uh, option that Ram, uh, uh, my money says the government should do is that they should announce the privatization or part, or part of the privatization of the SAA and split ESCOM into separate power production and distribution businesses. Uh, my money says that ESCOM's monopoly should be ended. The uh, government should allow power producers, independent power producers, to produce electricity, thus increasing competition and lowering costs. So what is ESCOM? Uh, if you don't know what ESCOM is, ESCOM is a, is a monopoly, uh, the only power supplier in South Africa. So South Africa has been... Uh, limiting or creating a barrier to entry into the market of selling electricity and power and thus only allowing ESCOM to produce power. So, you know, I, I also felt a kind of way because I also wanted to get into the business of selling electricity with, you know, with all these uh, solar panels and all that. You, you know, we could, people could really start really good businesses and Government is limiting that, so and this is creating, this is uh, preventing competition, you know, and therefore there are a lot of costs uh, incurred with ESCOM. Uh, we could also see in 2015, 2014, 2015, there's been, uh, ESCOM has been having power cuts and shortages, and that would have been, that would have been prevented if, South Africa had other power suppliers. So, yeah, that's just one of uh, the one of my money's uh, thoughts. And to name others, my money says uh, the government should cut the size of the cabinet, f the cabinet from around fifteen. Uh, I mean, to around fifteen ministries from thirty-five. Uh, so South Africa has. A yeah has a cabinet of thirty five as to compare uh, compared to the United States uh, the United States has far less cabinet members even though uh, the United States is a far bigger economy than South Africa so yeah chances are the the size of the cabinet um, uh, what should I say it prevents or it slows down decision making so decisions are made uh, are not made quicker 
they are delayed there's their lags and yeah, when whenever the policy uh they want to enforce policies and stuff there are decision lags going over to implementation lags and you end up having um impact lags you know whenever a policy is granted and decided upon and now is implemented there are a lot of disturbances or shortages and you know and it takes time for the government and for the people to see that an active decision was actually taken uh these lags could take about one one year fiscal policies and monetary policies could take about a year to a year and a half so yeah and going over to my money again he says that uh the government should immediately pay all outstanding invoices owed to small businesses from national and provincial governments amounting to a fiscal stimulus for small businesses of 20.7 billion and 7.1 billion respectively that's a lot of money and if this money is paid over to these small businesses uh, it would help them grow and growth in uh local businesses obviously means a growth in south africa in terms of production and total expenditure and everything else in between that causes an increase in government growth an increase in gross domestic product of which will definitely take south africa out of a recession and throw it back into an ever increasing uh uh economic growth right so it, this is a problem it's interesting very interesting cuz my money also uh went on to say that south africa is in its fifth consecutive year in a recession on per capita basis meaning south africa is getting poorer and poorer every year this is guys yo i don't know how to explain this but south africa is is just in a mess okay we're just in a mess and unless we get out of this mess then we're just going to keep on getting poorer and we're getting poorer as compared to the united states or any other country with this ever falling uh uh currency of ours it's ever falling going deeper and deeper and deeper into death the death zone so yeah <sighs> and yeah Uh let's just take a break. Welcome back, guys. Uh we're just going to conclude over here. Well, we've already discussed what what everything means, what uh everything how everything is going on in south africa with the recession technical recession and how we could potentially end up becoming or jumping into a really long depression you know um we've discussed uh, the causes of recession uh the recession and we've discussed how we could stop or get out of a recession um also what it's very interesting that south africa you know south africa is a really big economy right it's interesting that africa 
as a continent is, is, is growing at a rate of 3% on average. And countries such as Senegal and Cote d'Ivoire are growing at a rate of 7% annually. But South Africa with the f- uh, is falling. South Africa is in a recession. And we're falling, but we are one of the biggest economies in the world. We're certainly, ch- uh, certainly one of the biggest economies in Africa, but we're still going into a depression. So, like I said, the blame should probably be uh, pointed to the previous leaders of South Africa. You know, with the corruption and all that, and yeah, there's been a there's been a lot of corruption in South Africa. So, Mr. Ramaphosa, our president, is very is working very hard to get us out of this recession. So, we'll just see how it goes. You know, us as young economists, aspiring economists, there's so little we can do, but to talk about it, uh, the least we could do is talk about it, get everyone informed. Uh, and so if you're not studying economics or you know very little about economics, then I am glad to inform you guys and talk to you guys and we could have a discussion, you know, we could have, we could speak, you know, we could, we could have live podcasts, you guys could uh, hit me up and we could talk uh, live and you could connect to the internet and we could talk directly uh, while the podcast is recording. I feel like it's our duty as young economists and not just economists and South Africans in general to talk about these issues and see how we can solve them and also try and give solutions to the government. Make your own research and give, try and see if your opinion doesn't matter. Chances are it does and it's really good, you know, it forms as a quantitative uh, method of solving these issues all in all. So... Guys, um, uh, thank you. I'm very grateful for you guys to tuning in to my podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys. Yo, I just want to thank you guys for... Yo, my pre- my first uh, ever podcast, my introduction, uh, received a ton of love. Thank you guys very much. Uh, like I said, my podcast, Daniel's Journal Inch, will be... Uh, th- we only have two topics: technology and economics, because that's what I'm. That's what I'm about. I'm a major in economics, and apart from economics, I love technology. I write software, I code, I do everything technical. So, but this was a an economics based uh, discussion, and tell me what you guys think. You know, uh, well, okay, this podcast is um okay, guys. If you have something to say. Uh, download the podcast app. Download Anchor from it's available on Android, Google uh, Google Play Store, and uh, the App Store. Go- download it, then you can uh, listen to my podcast. You know, you can set reminders. I, I mean, whenever my podcast comes out, you can you will get alerts and you will listen to it. Yeah. So, but if you don't want to do that. I will continue send you guys sending you guys the link, or you can check me out on Instagram. I will from now on every time a new episode is released, you guys will be the first to hear. I will put it on my Instagram, and you can just click on the link and take it will take you right there to the website. I will also be uploading these episodes on my website, but not now, later in a few months time. Okay, 
So you guys can follow me on Instagram, Romeo.css. Just follow me and everything will be great. I do not have Facebook. I do not have Twitter. I do not have Snapchat. I am nowhere. If you want to call me, my phone number is 072-480-3224. If you want to WhatsApp me, 062-3899-184. But apart from that, I prefer Instagram. Just DM me if you want to talk about these things and pass it on. Please share with your friends, your family, and thank you guys very much. <laughs> I don't know how to end this.